0: Welcome back, it's chapter 23, Crimes Against Christmas' penultimate chapter. So
1: I wrote it with my ultimate pen. (laughs) Oh, thank you very much.
0: He's Fern.
1: And I'm Heather.
0: We're new old friends and without further ado. No more ado. Let's crack on with the beginning of the end. (gasps) Chapter 23, Ahead of Me.
1: Quite as I planned, but it'll do, (laughs) said the voice. I scooped up my poker from the moistening grass, but needn't have bothered. As I turned toward the voice, my eyes started at the floor, where a large hessian sack had been dropped. Then continued up the figure that had materialised, and I saw a hunting rifle trained upon me. It was the barrel of the gun which commanded my attention. A circle of deepest darkness in the gloom. The sort of darkness I knew could briefly illuminate with a flash and then send me into that eternal blackness of death. I dropped my poker, and dragged my eyes from the terrifying opening, up along the shaft of the weapon, and to the face of my captor. It was Lord de Now, before you start congratulating yourself too heartily for getting there ahead of your humble chronicler, if indeed you have, I would just like to remind you that you've had the luxury of following along from the relative safety of your room-slash-carriage-slash-library-slash-bath. You can't seriously still be in the same bath, can you? You must be like an absolute prune! Whereas, poor old Peter Artridge has had to try and piece it all together under extreme stress. And short rations too, lest you forget. I've been surviving off of scraps and scotch. But yes, the mastermind behind this heinous plot is Lord Edward de Planus, which I'm sure I would have figured out sooner too if I'd been more relaxed. His was the only death not to leave a body after all. He was stood perfectly erect, his head and shoulders back, and the rifle held comfortably at his waist, levelled in my direction. This was the figure of the man I'd only seen in glimpses during my stay, not the bumbling, shuffling imbecile he'd presented most often.
0: Hello, Lord De Planis, We've been expecting you.
1: Well, that was Michelle, nonchalantly crossing her legs and leading her arms wide across the back of the bench. Oh, now, this was too much. I thought at least I'd get to be the stoically resigned hero for this part. Unless, no. I, I couldn't have misread the situation so badly, could I? Was Michelle in on it? Thoughts of my naivety and betrayal were racing through my brain, rendering me speechless. But my companions didn't seem to mind and simply conducted their conversation around me. You knew it was me? I could hear the deflation in Deplanis' voice. I rather fancy the brute had wanted a grander reveal than that. Can't say as I blamed him, to be honest. If I'd put the amount of work in that he had, I'd want a bit more flair for the finale too. If it hadn't been for the fact he was holding me at gunpoint, I might have felt sorry for the blighter. What did occur to me was that Michelle undercutting his big moment meant at least she wasn't part of it. My brain was zipping around like billy o, trying to keep up with itself.
0: Of course I knew. I just wish I'd figured it out sooner.
1: I thought it a bit rummy. you couldn't have thrown in a wee there, you know, to include the rest of us. Team effort and all that. I wanted to make it clear I was in the loop too, but the combination of the gun, the cold snow and my lack of sustenance the last few days, mainly the last two, naturally, meant that the words blurted out rather like a petulant little child. "'I knew too, did you?' De scoffed. "'I was well aware that he'd killed multiple relative innocents "'and was all lined up to add my name to his list of victims, "'but the disbelief in his voice that I might also have solved the case "'was too much for my honour to bear. I let him have it.' "'Yes, yes, I bally well did, actually.' "'What gave me away?' he said with a challenge in his voice. "'Well... uh, I'd dug myself a bit of a hole here.' It wasn't so much a single moment, more the slow accretion of evidence, discounting
0: the red herrings, that sort of thing, you know. Jigwixenstan told you, didn't he?
1: Michelle helpfully suggested from the bench. He confirmed my suspicions, yes. I'll be honest with you, dear listener, I don't think I'd convince them of my deductive prowess. Oh, my dear father-in-law, so shrewd he is. Was, but now so very, very dead, as you are soon to be, Michelle. You seem to be a clever girl, but did you honestly think that just by ruining the poetry of my scheme you could save yourselves? I can still shoot the three of you and arrange the bodies afterwards. To be honest, the whole thing was really just something to amuse myself and give the place a bit of notoriety. Twelve gruesome unsolved murders will drive away any interest and make it easier to buy the land from the estate's executors. This last sentence jerked Michelle to her feet, questioning the final part of the Planess's speech, which she evidently hadn't put together. I was way ahead of her on this one. You'll have to take my word for it, though, as I didn't say anything at the time, preferring to let it play out naturally.
0: Your plan is to buy back your own estate?
1: Her question drew a chuckle from behind the gun, which grew into such uncontrollable laughter he doubled over in a coughing fit. I briefly considered rushing at him in his incapacitation, but thought better of it as the rifle's pitch-black eye was still staring squarely at me. When he'd recovered himself slightly, he said, So, you've not quite figured it all out then, have you? Just how much do you know, young lady? Apparently, I was no longer part of this conversation. My pride was hurt, but I thought it might just work to my advantage. Clever old Archridge, lulling the predator into a false sense of security and then seizing the moment to turn defence into attack. Sadly, I was so pleased with my courageous notion, I must have briefly lost eyebrow control and a planner spotted their subtle rays. Ah, Mr Archridge, you stay right where you are. I'm just talking with Michelle here. Although actually, I might just take one precaution first. He swung the rifle and fired a shot. I felt the air pressure change around my face as the bullet whistled past my ear. He'd missed. Oh, thank God, he'd missed. Terry, don't move a muscle or you're next. I looked over my shoulder. He'd not missed. His shot had struck Turtle, felling him instantly. Oh, Michelle, I'm so sorry. I made to move to the young thing to comfort her, but De Planis cleared his throat and said, "No. <coughs> you too, Artridge, stay right where you are." Michelle's face was turned away from us, looking down over the back of the bench. When she turned back, her tears had left track marks in her makeup, but her teeth were bared, lips curled back in a snarl.
0: "Do what he says, Mr. Artridge."
1: "But," I began, but she cut me off.
0: I knew he would kill Terry. He had to. Terry knew too. He was willing to sacrifice himself for me. That's why we're here, Lord de Planis. To give ourselves up in the hope you might spare me. Maybe Artridge too.
1: What are you doing, Michelle? You can't reason with a man like this.
0: There is twisted logic in his plan, Mr artridge And my murder doesn't fit that logic. I'm hoping if I can show him I've understood what he's trying to do, what he's been through, he will know he can trust me and he'll let us go. Sworn to secrecy, we'll tell whatever lies you need us to tell. What do you say, your lordship?
1: deplanus rubbed a melted flake from his nose, scratched his chin and pursed his lips. I could see he was loving the power he had in this moment, but there was perhaps just a glimmer of doubt in his eyes. Yes, he was wondering if he'd been quite as clever as he'd hoped. His ego got the better of him. Very well, girl. He spat the word out, as if her very gender was distasteful to him. I'll play. If you can prove to me you've truly worked it all out, I'll consider letting you live. The duality of the word you, simultaneously singular and plural, had never been so pronounced as in my mind at that moment. Was Michelle now laying out the case for her survival, or both of ours? I didn't have any way of knowing, and my instincts told me it was a moot point anyway. Planis had recovered his composure, and I was certain he planned to kill us both after he'd assuaged his curiosity. Michelle began her explanation regardless.
0: OK. From what I've pieced together, I think you're some kind of common con man. You seduced the Duke of Richtenstein's daughter, not difficult, and convinced her father to marry her off to you. The presence of a husband would provide at least a little bit of cover for her indiscretions. You just needed to persuade Richtenstein you had the name as noble as your offer.
1: The arcane title, I exclaimed. Duke Richtenstein mentioned it to me when I first met him. Very sharp, Mr. Archridge. But do be careful not to cut yourself. Oh, so you're the German shabby who invited us all too?
0: Yes, of course he is, Artridge.
1: Cut in Michelle, rightfully keen to keep the conversation on track.
0: The first part of his plan had worked, but he was now largely trapped on the Isle of Richenstein, not brave enough to venture to the mainland for fear of being recognised. He needed an excuse to gather the loose ends of his previous life and rid himself of them, hence the German and this party.
1: You're Klaus? Close enough for me to want to hear more at any rate. Go on, said De Planus, gesturing with his rifle in such a way it did odd things to my digestive tract.
0: As best I can guess, Don Criminet knew you from your life of crime and you lured him here as an accomplice in some other crime.
1: Oh, I know this one! Such was my admiration for the way Michelle had taken control of the situation. I actually raised my arm above my head like a schoolboy, eager to answer a mathematics question. Both De Planus and Michelle looked at me expectantly. It was the theft of the Fabergé bauble. That's how he got me here, too. It's an absolutely priceless piece. A terrible uncertainty grabbed me. If it's real, of course. It's real. With his free hand, the plan has produced the most exquisite sphere I've ever seen. Even in the failing light, you could see the radiance of the stones reflecting any drop of illumination and sparkling with brilliance. He snapped his fingers around it and returned it to his jacket pocket. And it's all mine now? Right, said Michelle with a snap of her fingers.
0: That explains Fructifino. She must be the rightful owner of that piece. I'm guessing it was one of the stolen pieces in the collection that Criminet was telling everyone about.
1: Everyone? Well, I thought that little nugget of information had been an Artridge exclusive. I was quickly being disabused of any notions of superiority I may have harboured, but I'd no time to lament as Michelle was pressing on, gathering speed and confidence as she did so.
0: Vickers couldn't think of any members of his congregation who might have invited him. He didn't mix in aristocratic circles. But he did spend a year as a prison pastor, and I bet you were doing a bit of bird during those 12 months. Maybe you found God in there, a surefire way to increase your chances of early release. But now you were worried he'd recognise you. That
1: is incredible, Michelle, I said, and I meant it. I made a promise to myself that if we made it out of this, I was going to offer this girl a job with me. She'd make an excellent assistant.
0: Please don't interrupt. I'm getting to the most important bit. Duke Rixenstern and his daughter. The marriage was legally binding and with them out of the way you would stand to inherit almost everything which sealed their fates. I say almost everything, because even though the old Duke was a cantankerous old git, I reckon he was bound by some old-school chivalry and probably left a retainer in his will for the staff. Your greed couldn't cope with that, so you added them to your list. If you were going to all this trouble, you wanted to inherit all of it. No other claimants.
1: She paused, sniffed and blinked her lashes. I can't claim to have understood why the fate of the household staff had moved her so. But then she went on and all became clear.
0: Which is what takes us to my Terry, the sweetest boy I ever met. He grew up not knowing who his people were. Then out of the blue, he gets invited here to this island and things started going off in my brain. It started with Brenda on the boat, calling Turtle, Marquess. We thought she said Marcus, to be honest. She wasn't exactly chatty. But when we arrived, we saw these statues and you could see the family resemblance.
1: The poor girl stifled another wave of emotion. Meanwhile, my train of thought was careening down the tracks at 100 miles an hour. I was a piffing. Young Turtle had told me he grew up in homes and the likeness of the Statuary was remarkable. Just before Michelle carried on speaking, and I can't stress enough how it was just before she carried on speaking, now I think about it, it was probably a few hours or days earlier really, I realised Turtle must be the Duke's son.
0: Terry is a rickshenstan. My guess is the old Duke went a bit off the rails when his wife passed and knocked up some poor working girl in town and then paid her to give him up. Either way, If it could have been proved that Terry was the Duke's son, and I reckon it probably could have been, he would have inherited the lot. But you killed him. You didn't need to do that. We would have let you keep it. But Terry said there was no way you'd let it rest. So he told me I had to let you shoot him.
1: Her astonishing explanation over with, Michelle couldn't contain her grief any longer, and she sank down onto the bench, burying her face in her hands, her whole body shaking with sobs. You could see her breath in the cold air, great puffs with each sob rising into the night like smoke signals. I looked toward planus. Had Michelle saved our bacon or were we still very much on the menu? The fiend with the firearm seemed not to know himself and was taking an age to decide. Didn't the brute know this was the denouement? The last thing we want now is a bloody pause in proceedings. Oh, is that the time? I'm going to have to pause proceedings. Hope you're still comfy down the tap end.
0: We can't stop there, can we? One more day, one more chapter. How's it going to end?
1: You've read it. <laughs>